The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's going on across the seas? That's right. That's a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center where the weather is nice today. It's high of 78, currently like 69 degrees. Nate's favorite number. Uh, we, we, we are here. I think today is today. I know we're not in February anymore. Yeah, yeah. This is the Black History Month show. Okay. It's the, black, <laughs> it's the all black show. It's the all yeah. black show. Even our producer. Yeah. Even our producer. <laughs> Chris Willie Will. Yeah, even Willie Will. Chris is on assignment. Kurt is on assignment. That leaves Nate. We got audio jazz in the back. Bro, we'll get this up there live. Uh, We're not fully together, but we're always here in spirit. That's Nate. I'm Jesse Holly. Together, we still make hanging with the boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us. When we speak, this segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And we're back for another Tuesday off-season edition for Hanging with the Boys. And today is the 18th, which means that kicks off the voluntary portion of the off-season. Now, the voluntary portion of the off-season is... You can do some meetings, you can do some strength and conditioning, you can do some rehab work, but you're getting the guys back in the building. Guys who are far and wide and they all season homes and they traveling. Guys are now starting to trickle back in, starting to come back in as we get closer to the draft. Now you're starting to see those pieces come together. Of course, you see we live in the day and time now of social media, so everything now has to be posted or it didn't happen. Uh, you see Dak Prescott. And company, even Zeke Elliott's out, out there in the backyard, and they're getting some work in. Guys like Simi Fahoku, guys like Jalen Tober uh, is out there. So there's there's a bunch of Jaylen guys. Jalen Tober's spending night. <laughs> okay, go ahead, or I'm sorry. You said get a room. Get a, get a room. room. Yeah, get, ask Mr. Jones. Get, he'll do it. He'll do it for a player. Get a, a little hotel we got over there. Just go ahead and get yeah. you a mobile home and right. just move it on a portion of. Trap of what is it, Trap of John MD or whatever. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, get a, just get a mobile home right there. But we're going to just, man, we're all across the board today. Kurt's not here, but he always does a great job, and you can never discount the value of teammates' work, so he still sends us the run sheet and what we're going to talk about. And I think – I want to start here. Okay, start where you want to start, Jess. And Jalen Hurts. Yes, sir. Got his contract. Yes, sir. Five years. Guaranteed. Yes, sir. Are your money back? I don't think you give it all your back. And shout out to Jalen. Let me say this. And no trade clause. That's important. But shout out to Jalen Hurts. Here's what I admire about Jalen Hurts. And I, I feel the same way if I ever get in the power of position, a position of power. Jalen Hurts has an all-female team. His agent is a woman. His uh, uh, publicist, his marketing, his every, every— Even his mom. 
Even I mean, I hope she's a, so I hope she's a woman. Yeah, um, I had to throw that in there, Jen. I mean, I hope she's a woman. I, I hope Go she's ahead a woman. on, man. I'm just having but, fun. But but for Jalen Hurts, I, I love that. I love because I'm gonna be honest with you. If you want something done right, hire a man. Yeah. If you want something done well, hire a woman. Yeah, okay. Like, I just, I'm telling you, like, if you yeah. want it done well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's more than right. If you want it done right. well and in and in time and in coordination to what's happening, go ahead and hire you some women to do that thing. Let's, let's, let's move past that. But Jalen Hurst signs his new deal. Mm-hmm. Now we're all looking around and we're saying, what does that mean for our Dak Prescott? And for the Cowboys, because I think this now kicks off the 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 the, the much anticipated weight. Because when you look at what quarterbacks are due, Lamar Jackson still looming around there, what he wants with his deal. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, are some other quarterbacks. Dak's potentially getting a new deal. So there are some other quarterbacks that have to get new deals done. Mm -hmm. One, what does this mean for Dak? Two, what does this mean for the Dallas Cowboys on getting a deal done with Dak Prescott? Let me me say this first. And and, uh, I I would never begrudge any player getting this money because I thank the guys who – uh, went on the picket line and did what they had to do so I can get my money. And mm-hmm. I think guys that, you know, but this is what I say. If 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 it's not going to be team friendly, we can wait on Dak. And, and I'm, I'm just being honest because I would not have a problem with guys that have been to Super Bowls, guys that – have been made deep playoff runs. I have no issues with them. If your team deems that you can tote your team, which this kid kind of showed you that he could tote his team, and when he wasn't there, they couldn't get a a replacement for him. And I'm not saying that Dak uh, can be replaced, but I'm saying if it's another four-year, you know, nah, man. Now let me tell you nah, something that's interesting that's between, just how the, I'm looking at between the two contracts. Because mm-hmm. remember, in the year 2023 that we're mm-hmm. entering in um, right now, Dak's cap hit is 26.8 million dollars. That's right. Not too bad. No, not at all. 2024 though. Oh boy. It ain't no old boy. It's like what you gonna do? 2024. <laughs> it's like what you gonna do? 2024. Yeah. Dak's cap hit is 59.4 million dollars. What you going to do? And now but the Cowboys have to come to a crossroad and I think they they when you look at recent big contracts for the Cowboys, they offer two. They 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 got hoodwinked on the Zeke deal. Yeah, yeah, Zeke, Zeke kind of rolled with him. Zeke That's got why him. He out there with him now. <laughs> Zeke got him. Yeah, yeah. Zeke, Zeke stung him. Right. Then when it came to the Dak Prescott deal, remember, we could have got Dak, and I say we, they could have got Dak for 25, 26, 27, $28 dollars. Now let me stop you there. You know, I, I say that, and I remember being on that train, but I, did Dak really want to sign? 
You notice he never. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. Okay, okay. I think the Cowboys didn't offer him. Oh, Because you got to remember, he was on that rookie. He was on a fourth-round pick rookie deal. Right, I – Making a couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe maybe close to a million dollars. If you told me I was going from making a million dollars right, right, to making right. twenty eight million dollars a year, right, 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 I'm on it. Because again, that that's, that, that that was is, a jump. That that's that's mega jump. That's, that's mega, man. That is that is an, an enormous right. That, I mean, that's that's eight hundred percent. That's Nate Newton belt loop. Come on, man. I'm that's sorry. Not, I got to just pick at you. It is a belt loop. No, it's, yeah. it's, 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 yes, I've come down to yeah. about 28. You, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, hey, you and, know and what, the Cowboys, they, 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 they pump faked, and they said, well, we're going to see. And we're going to see again. And then what happened was, like this situation, people started getting their deals done, which then now yesterday's price is not today's price. And when it was 25, 26, 27, 28 million dollars potentially, then jumped to 40. Yeah. So you're talking about 15 million dollar jump on what you could have done opposed to what you ended up doing. Because you gambled on the fact, is he what he th- is he what he really is? Do we think he's a franchise guy? Instead of just going ahead and pull the trigger. So now that Jalen Hurts is out the way. Every contract, so now Jalen Hurts kind of has set a new market or whatever it may be because he's the highest paid, second highest paid per per average, right? But when you look at his numbers, Jalen Hurts' contract over the next three years, I think one of them is like $31 million, $20-something million as far as a cap hit. So it's still friendly so the team can continue to build around him. Let me tell you something, man. It, and that's why you hear me say, if if, if you're just going to sign another four-year deal, in three years, you're going to be back in the same position. And now you're going to tell the nation, all Cowboy fans, well, uh, we can't put anybody around this guy. If, 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 the, if, if it's about winning, somewhere, somehow, your agent got to see that, and people say, well, I think that agent saw that. Well, okay, if he did, he'll be back in his fourth year, and we're talking about $59 million against the cap. Mm. So a decision has to be made, and, and, uh, and, and games got to be played, Yes, and this is a big year because if, we, if, we, if we're – if we're in the first round and going home again, and you can't look at your quarterback and say, "Wow, we we, we could have won this game because Dak plays so well." So Jalen Hurts' cap hit over the next four years: twenty twenty three, six point one five million dollars; twenty twenty four, thirteen point five six million dollars; twenty twenty five. $21.77 million mm. in 2026, $31.77 million. Those are the cap hit numbers. Now, <clears throat> those are the numbers. We're talking about a team-friendly deal. Now, he has five years, $179 million of that is guaranteed. Right. But when you look at the cap hit, that's what we're always talking about, the cap hit, the cap hit, the cap hit. Those are team-friendly numbers. Those are below what. Quarterbacks are getting per year just on right. 
just on uh, the, the 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 tag alone. Yes. So that that gives them an opportunity, and you got to give shout out to their front office because they've been they've been putting on the clinic. The, the Eagles front office have been putting on an all out clinic clinic on how to build and put together a team, and still not be over the cap and strapped for cash, and can go out and get top free agents that are sitting home mm-hmm. that's saying, you know what, I, I, I'm going to camp. I've been played. I don't play. It's eight years, I don't want to go to camp. But they still seem to go out and get that right defensive tackle. Uh, they get that right uh, secondary piece that they can pay. Okay, here's a one-year deal, $3 million. Come on in here. It ain't a one-year one, one deal, $1 million. Wait, you know, everybody's got that. So they, they, they put on the clinic. I agree with you 100%. But, but now I think the thing comes to the point where is, okay, we know we – know, basically $60 million cap hit next year, right? So I think the Cowboys are at a crossroads again because, to your point, this is the last – this is potentially the last year for Mike McCarthy, right? Unless he wins big, he's probably going to be replaced. And it may be Dan Mm. Quinn that replaced him and maybe someone else that replaces him. But also, this is coming into year eight or nine for Dak Prescott. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you at a crossroads of saying he is what he is or there's still more to come? Because if, if you go out and you got him weapons, you got him Brandon Cooks. You, 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 C.D. Lamb is growing. C.D. Lamb is growing. You know, Michael Gallup back off a second year. Maybe. We'll see. If, if, you, t- if you take – we'll see. We'll see what Michael Gallup turns out to be. We'll uh, see what Jalen uh, Tober turns out to be. All these guys turn out – all these potential guys. And I remember Marvin Lewis told me this a long time ago. Mm-hmm, and, and when I first got to the league in Cincinnati, Marvin Lewis said to me, he said, you know what potential gets you? Nothing, bro. He said, potential gets me fired. Right. So don't tell me about potential. We right. only got two. We got two of y'all? Yeah. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah, yeah, come on in. We got yeah. two of y'all. y'all Marvin, Lewis, Marvin Lewis said, potential gets you fired. So yes, we, we're, we're, we're banking on potential to happen, but that doesn't nah, mean it's going to necessarily guys happen. Gonna, it's three guys going to play. What's up, man? Oh, Galloway. What's up, brother? Galloway. What's your name? Uh, Joe, Joe Rock. Joe, Joe Rock. Joe what's, your, what's your name? Aretha. Aretha. Nice how are you? you? It's a great yeah. Nate. That's the great Nate Newton. Man, how are you? All right. This is my favorite show. This is your favorite show? Oh, my God. We appreciate yeah. it. Say hello to the people. You're on live. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're on yeah. our show live, your Can favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get him straight first, okay. and then okay. we'll talk. Okay, get me straight. Jalen Tobert is the only out of the four guys you named. He is the only question mark. Michael Gallup question will mark. be ready this year. Question mark. No, he's not. He's a question mark. Uh, uh, Cooks will be ready. Who? He, oh, Brandon Cooks. He, yeah, yeah, he will be ready. And and C.D. Lamb. I talked to him yeah. at the car show. C.D. going to be ready. good. Cooks is going to be good. good. But now Michael that's Gallup you. is going to be good. Question mark on Michael Gallup. No, sir. Question mark on Jalen no, Tober. Sir. Question mark on no, Simi Fahoku. Question mark on whoever the, the last four, yeah. Whoever the, 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 that you draft. And it's still a question mark on the two tight ends that nah, we have here. Nah, nah. Hendershot no, sir. and Ferguson, they're still Ferguson a question mark. Ferguson is a baller. You know what? The small Hendershot that we may saw. be a question mark. But I got, I got your answer. I got your answer. So when it comes down to it, it's going to be a big year for Dak Prescott because, and this is the thing about the Cowboys, do you pay him now? And now you, if you pay him now, if you give him a new deal now, 
leading up to this season, you're now saying, we stuck with you for the next four years. We stuck. You are our guy for the next four years. I'll take you into year 11 or 12 or 13 or whatever it is. And if that don't work out for you, we screwed. If it ain't friendly. Or. It got to be friendly. Or. Got to be friendly. Or. Yes. They gamble again. And they say, we're not going to give you a deal now. We'll wait till the season comes and see how you make it through the season. And if you produce. So you say him and Mike McCarthy walking neck and neck. The three receivers are good to go. The one tight end is good to go. That is four weapons right there. Now, the other guys, you can, you can long shot them. But Michael Gallup coming to play this year. All right. We'll All see. Right, now, let's get to these we'll beautiful see. people. Let's get to these beautiful people, man. Y'all lucky day today, man. Y'all on a tour. Just the two of y'all. We're going to bring y'all in here. This is your favorite show. All of them, but just my favorite. No, no, we don't, we don't care about nothing else that happened else. YouTube, too. Y'all get watch us live. Watch us on YouTube. He said you got something for the haters. Oh, all y'all camera. Now, come close to the mic. I'm, now, yeah. don't, don't cuss. Now, if you cuss, if you cuss, if you cuss, if you cuss I'm going to tackle you. I promise you, if you cuss, nah, I'm going to tackle that dude look hard. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> you got 10 seconds to tell the haters what you got to tell them. All y'all camera haters, The Rock made it to his favorite place, so... We're gonna get, we're gonna win this year. That's, yeah. that's what I feel. Okay. Number one. How far are we going in the playoffs? Number one. So other than that, you know, the Rock made it. Joe Rock. <laughs> Joe Rock. How far are we going in the playoffs, Joe Rock? How far are we going in the playoffs? We going all the way. <laughs> See, that's typical. If cow. you that's smell what, what the, the Rock is cooking, and that take right there is foul. Yeah, take your shirt off, man. You you build. No, no, don't take. No, man, stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. <laughs> We appreciate you, man. Thank you guys so much. We're going to go on to our next break. Take shirt off, I know. We, we don't want Rock to take his shirt off. This is a family friendly show, and if anybody taking their shirt off, it's going to be me. Yes, you ain't what you used me. to be, though. I, 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 I peep your game, man. Let's go into the break while I do some more push ups and get my confidence. This dude worry about the three receivers. I can't. Yeah. Stay, stay, stay we're right here talk, with us on the other side the, of this break. This is hanging with the boys. Yeah. We'll be right back. Three receivers good. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a Here Every Week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com 
to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this Tuesday off-season edition. We are without our boys, Chris and Kurt. Again, they're on quote-unquote assignment, um, but we'll see what all that's about when they come back. I ain't gonna give away where they at, what they're doing, but. I'll let them tell it on their way back. We discussed in that last segment all about Dak Prescott, but this segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain blockchain.com. Also, 2023 draft at the Star. Come out to the Star in Frisco for the Dallas Cowboys draft weekend presented by Miller Lite. The party starts Thursday, April 27th at 6.30 p.m. Enjoy draft coverage, player appearances, live performances, and more. On Friday, come back for draft night out with live music and games. Then finish strong on Saturday with Draft Day 5K presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. For more details, visit DallasCowboys.com slash draft. Now, we talked at nauseum about the contract for, for, for Jalen Hurst and what that means for Dak Prescott. And we all know that this thing starts, begins the middle portion of it, the intermediate portion of it, and ends with Dak Prescott. But one of the things that we realize that it's going to come down to who pulls the strings. And that comes down to the owner and GM, Jerry Jones. Recently on NFL.com, they ranked Jerry Jones the 10th best GM in the NFL. Do you think we underestimate maybe not his football mind, but his leadership? Oh, he's out. I remember from day one coming into the league, changing the league and the way they think and how they make money and what, what marketing. You know, some teams have four or five marketing guys and gals in the uh, department now. <laughs> It's hard to find one with less than 20. Uh, you know, I understand why they rank, ranked him so high because you're talking about he, he takes it to a new level. You know, um, they say GM, not um, pro personnel director or nothing like that. GM means you're running the whole thing. And uh, he does a great job with that right now. We've always believed this when it comes to Mr. Jones and his his ability to market. That part we've never questioned. We've never questioned the ability right. to market. We've never questioned the ability to sell, the ability to transform the league as a whole. 
Mm-hmm. Like he's been a he's been a pioneer. He's been on the mm-hmm. forefront of getting the NFL. The Washington Commanders just sold for close. Now, now talk about this new offer in for seven billion dollars. Like just take a minute and think about that. The Washington Commanders, who have been, I don't want to say bad things about the people over there, but they just haven't been a good franchise for a very long time. Sold for seven billion dollars. That tells me that the marketability of the National Football League is at such a high level that even franchises who don't turn out products, who don't have superstar play, like the Washington Commanders outside of the DMV area, they don't have a they don't have a national player. They haven't had a national player in a while. That's right. That people go out and say, oh, this guy's top 10 in Jersey sales. He's on commercials. He's, he's at, they don't have that. They don't have the quarterback. You know, even when they have first-round picks, they just don't have a franchise that has the marketability that, that other teams do. They don't win games. They don't go to championships. They're not, they're not uh, uh, playoff contenders every single year. But yet they sold for $7 billion or are going to sell for $7 billion. I think a large majority of that comes from the way that Jerry Jones has made the National Football League one of the hottest and most profitable leagues in all. It's the most. It's the hottest league of all leagues. Nothing is more dominant than football, and so we've never questioned that about him. I think the biggest thing that we've questioned him about when it comes to the GM portion of it. It's building teams that play in January. And if we're being frank about it, building a team that plays deep into January consistently has avoided him since your days. Yeah. So do we give him, we have to give him credit for what he's been able to do for the marketability. Mm-hmm. But at what point in time to be the 10th G- pick GM in the league, is that more of what he's doing team building wise, or is that more what he does in the area of building a league to make it a watchable product? If, if, if this is the thing, it seemed like every three, maybe four, every four years, uh, something bad happened to the Cowboys and we'll fall. Uh, get a decent draft pick, and all of a sudden we back in it for three, three, four years. So, uh, besides the January stuff, uh, you you can look for nine, ten, eleven, maybe twelve wins out of the Cowboys, and what ten on average. So they're always lurking around the playoffs or in the playoffs. Our, our biggest issue has always been what happens in, in round two. That's where the Cowboys are lacking. That is why there's they still can sell and do what they do. Now, Mr. Jones has took his ability to market the way he has and turned this thing 200%. And so when you're trying to say GM running a team, team building, it's not bad. It's, it's better than a few of the teams. We can go over and name about 10 teams where that ain't happening. He always keep this this franchise uh, in your mind, on the edge, on the outside of your mind. You always, oh yeah, and the Cowboys too. And I'm talking about that's 
guys in Washington. That's guys in L.A. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys, too. Whereas in this central location, we're number one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you take the team building where he's number one in marketing, and he may be number 15 in team building, and just bring it right to number 10. I got you. <laughs> yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. And, and to transition from there, you hit on a good point about, about drafting, right? Drafting the players. And um, Jerry does the hiring for guys like Mike McCarthy, who right. is now in a position where he's coming up on this draft. And it's starting to catch a little steam. We were watching a little bit here on the TV mm. about what the Cowboys were going to do at their pick. And everybody has their mock drafts coming up, you know, right now. Mock draft this, mock draft that. And – I like to say, not to pat myself on the back, <clears throat> but I've been two months ahead of this whole thing about tight ends. Mm-hmm. I have. I, I've been. I've been two months, two three months ahead of this thing mm-hmm. about what I wanted as far as draft okay. capital. Mm-hmm. But a tight end is the way that they go. History has shown that Mike McCarthy has never drafted a tight end earlier than the third round in his time at Green Bay, where he was the head coach, the head honcho, calling all the shots over there. Does that change this year? Talking about team building, does that change this year? Guys like Kincaid, guys like Michael Myers. There are a few, the the the, the other kid out of uh, Darnell Washington, Washington out of Georgia. I mean, there are there are a few in this because you've already come out and said, "Well, Michael Gallup, he's gonna be good." Taylor told him gonna be question marks to me. I'm gonna tell you. Do you something. add a tight end to this mix? Do you go against what Mike McCarthy has always done? They got him going 28th. This Peter guy got Peter Schrager got this guy going 28th to the uh, to to uh, what is the Cincinnati Bengals, and we got he got us with a running back coming out of Bama. And I told y'all very jokingly, you can do whatever you want in the first round, but. We need this tight end, and we need some linemen. So we'll do whatever you want in the first round, you know, flashy, flash, whatever you need to do to make it look good, but we can't mess up the second and third and fourth round. We got to have some linemen. Because if you don't get yourself some linemen, we're going to be sitting up here saying, well, you know, that sack, uh, there ain't no run game, and – We'll be going, you know. Well, didn't we get a, a wide receiver in the first round? <laughs> shouldn't he? Uh, shouldn't he be so good that he can overcome that? You know, it ain't happening yet. So uh, I'm with you. That Darnell Washington is, uh, man. I seen some film on him. Hmm. I mean, he first year at Bama didn't play much. Second year at Bama didn't play much. This year here came in, uh, a little banged up, got healthy. And he's been he was balling. Now somebody told me he ran a four six forty. I do not care. When it, go go get a football player. Mm. You know uh, I, I'm all about the numbers to a, to a certain extent. But man, this dude is six seven, two hundred seventy pounds. Man, this dude was chunking linebackers and defensive ends into the next twilight. And so I'm like, <laughs> you know, you say the. T- Ferguson is not a question mark to me. I think he's going to make a great leap this year. Uh, Hendershot has got a ways to go. Uh, but you do what you want in that first round, but don't mess around. Pick two, three, and four. Don't, don't. 
Historically, the Cowboys have done really well in the first round. Yeah. I mean, you take out Taco Charleston. We don't, we don't count that. We don't, we don't count. That's, that's a mulligan, right? You get a mulligan. You get a mulligan for that one. It's been the second round that the Cowboys have truly just flat out bombed in the last 10, 12, 15 years. Those second round picks have just not produced. And, you, you know, you even have guys like Sean Lee, who when Sean Lee was on, best in the business. You just didn't know when Sean Lee was going to be on because of the injury history. So the Cowboys, they, 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 have some, they have some work to do in the draft. And, and maybe kind of going against the grain may be a good thing. Like, I know we get into this, this rhythm of let's always do what we do or do what we know, and I don't do this and I don't do that. Like, maybe there's a time where you kind of – you got to change the game up a little bit, right? In, in order to get something you've never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done. And maybe this is the time of year for the Cowboys where they have to switch that up, whether it's from the coaching perspective, the GM perspective, the, the, the scouts perspective, to give a different look for this football team. And the one thing that we'll talk about in the thought of this break, which is your specialty, we hear so much, and this comes to your point. This is, this is on the lines of your point where the Cowboys need to go and get offensive linemen. So much so we hear about position flex on the offensive line. Is that a smart thing or is that this new age thing that just just ain't it ain't it? I don't don't think old school have a broad perspective on this. We'll get your thoughts on the other side of Mike this break. Smart, please Stay right here with us. This is hanging with the boys. We'll be right back. Lord, please that's no good. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Tuesday off-season edition. The voluntary workouts kind of have begun, the conditioning, the weight room stuff. I was walking in and I saw the guy and I was like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't miss that. I don't, I don't miss having to come condition. And that's how I know that when my time was done with the league, that's when I knew. Because I used to enjoy that stuff. Like I used to like wake up in the morning, two workouts a day. I used to pull the the the, the bikes out of the, uh, the the stationary bikes out of the weight room onto the uh, to the to the to the outside cement and ride in the sun. I just wanted I wanted that. I wanted I used to love going out there running routes for conditioning. Right, do things like you run the route tree. Right, you run a hitch, boom, catch it, sprint five yards, throw the ball back, line up, run a slant. Catch it, sprint five yards, run, put the ball down, line back up. You do that all the way down the field, do it all the way back. Do that about four or five. Like, I used to love that stuff. Now I look at how this go. Yeah, when I used to go, I started winning this, get me a single, <laughs> large fry. Then I ride down the road about another hour, stop at Kentucky Fried Chicken, get me a two-piece. Then I go you a little never bit got no two piece. Yeah, 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 because I was snacking. I was snacking. <laughs> so I go, then I get in my car, <laughs> ride out the road, <laughs> and get me a water burger. Oh. Yeah, man. Then at the end of the day, I have me a four piece. Four super large order <laughs> fresh fries with some, <laughs> with some beer. <laughs> and that would be, boy, I would, yeah, and I would eat it out of the sun oh. so I could sweat. So you could sweat it out? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would do, baby. Oh, but that has begun, and that just tells us that we're getting closer to the draft. And, Nate, to your point, the game is won and lost in the trenches. Whether your offensive line is able to dominate the defensive line or vice versa, your defensive line is going to dominate the offensive line, that's where football games are won. Yeah, you do all the running and the passing and the quarter, but if you can't protect – you got quarterbacks worth a half a billion dollars. You got quarterbacks worth a quarter billion dollars. If you cannot protect, and you always hear the term quarterback friendly, that is a term which I don't look at it negatively. That's a term that is, to me, universal in the team aspect. If you're an offensive-minded team, Everything that you do has to be quarterback friendly, even on the defense side of the ball. Do I have a defense that's going to give my quarterback the best opportunity to succeed? Right. Early in the year when Dak Prescott got hurt and uh, they had, um, what was the backup's name? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. The defense became quarterback friendly. It was, hey, here's what we have to do to give our quarterback the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. Whether that means we got to create turnovers, score off turnovers, hold people under the, the league average, that's quarterback friendly. Yes, it is. Offensively, quarterback friendly is what type of offense that we're running, um, what are the weapons that we put around him. It's, it's not, it's, there is not one quarterback in the National Football League that can produce without weapons. That's right. So when you hear about we need to put weapons around our quarterback, no Crap, Sherlock. Yeah. Every quarterback needs weapons. That's right. To succeed. Now, which ones you need to see more in? That's up for debate depending on that quarterback. But to me, and I know for you, the quarterback friendly part of this is the Cowboys have to start up front. And we've begun to hear different terminology, especially since analytics has come into the play. 
we've heard this term of position flex, where you are bringing in more guys that are that have the ability to play multiple positions across the offensive line and other positions as well. But really kind of going away from sturdy, dominant, hey, I'm a left tackle. Hey, I'm a right tackle. Hey, I'm a center or I'm a guard. It's more so like, hey, I'm a swing tackle. Hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a guard slash center. I'm a center slash guard. And for the Cowboys – you're hearing so much about position flex. Is that a is that a one? Is it a good thing to, from your perspective across the league? But most narrowing it down in the vacuum, is that a good thing for the Cowboys to have offensive linemen that have position flex? If you have five super athletes, that, that's cool. But when you're when you don't have five number one picks, a sec, high second round picks, now that's not cool. You go find a guy, put him at a position, let him work next to a guy that's at his position, and let them guys work every practice that they are healthy together. Mm. Now your seventh and eighth guy is those flex guys. You know, even your sixth guy should be dominant at one position. You know, and then your seventh and eighth guy, those are your flex guys, your swing tackles, your guy that can play guard and, and, and snap the ball. But all this, you know, getting a guy that's not good at nothing, that's like having two quarterbacks. You know you don't have a quarterback. Right. And when you go to saying, well, I got three guys that can play four, five positions. Really? That's where you better start looking because the gate's going to open up. And, and where they really open up at? Is in the playoffs. So uh, I got a guy here, man. I mean, he ain't the most handsomest guy, but this Jazz, I'm, I'm going to put him up here. This guy right here. <laughs> yeah, just, just look at that. You see that, Jess? No fronts. Yeah, second round pick right there. Where is he from? North Dakota State? State yeah, yeah. So you What's make sure. Uh, Cody. You look for Cody, man. Look for him. That's who we need right there. Yes, sir, Cody. That's who we need in the second round. You know, I just, just, I mean, I, I just, he's tough, he's mean, he don't care about how he looks. So evidently, Clearly. if I'm take a picture like, <laughs> he don't care about how he looks. So I need me some guys that's gonna change the, uh, the culture, gonna help change the culture, man. He, He's the guard, and everybody keeps saying, you don't draft the guard in the first round. You don't draft the guard in the first round. You get you draft a tackle that can play guard. Well, you know what? We drafted a tackle that can play guard. Guess what he wound up playing? Tackle. His name is Smith. And we drafted him last year as a as a tackle. Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. And now he, he played guard, but he's a better tackle. Now we playing this game of whether we're going to put Smith and uh, Steele and this guy, put these guys at a position and let them play and build continuity so we can have a, a quarterback that's well protected. So when Michael Gallup busts back on the scene, Brandon Cooks and, and, and uh, C.D. Lamb, Lamb busts bust on the scene, you'll be like, 
Nate, you were right. If Michael Gallup don't do his job and he ain't the guy that I think he's going to be coming back off this second year off his, his knee injury, if this guy failed, that's a lot of money they don't spend. <laughs> that's a lot of money they don't spend. If he 0 for 3 on contracts. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be bad. Yeah. And I just think Michael Gallup is a little bit tougher than people think. When it comes to offensive linemen, I always defer to you. But I do think you're right. I mean, I, the Cowboys, to kind of go back to our first segment, is the team-building aspect of it. They've built the, they've built the roster right now and have players in this roster right now where there isn't a dire need for a player in the draft. Like, they're, they're not going in the first round like, we need a quarterback or we need a receiver or we need a – no, the, the roster is pretty set across the board, it's now putting in the the pieces that are going to play. I, I think they do have a position of need, but, but – right, Dire need. Yeah, yeah, dire need. But they're going to try to skate. You're talking about defensive tackle? I, I, no, offensive line, I'm, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I don't think it's I – honestly, I don't think it's a – there's a need. There's a difference between having a need and a dire need. Uh, 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 yes, one is one is panicky. Yeah, the dire is panicky. Yeah, like they don't have to we panic. Don't, if we don't hit on this and we don't get this, right? But Tyron Smith, when you go into when injuries can happen, I know this as a player. You know this as a player. We're both experts. We know injuries can happen. But when you go into a season saying, I know this guy going to miss six games, that, how you be getting, getting close to that dire? Don't you, do, don't you get close to that dire? Because we have Tyron Smith, we have Steele. Those are two tackles. We have Tyler Smith at the left guard. We have the center and the right guard. That's all we have. That's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah, I think it's dire if one of those guys go down. That's what I'm saying. Dire is so close. Right. <laughs> dire is so close to you, you taking an anxiety pill here in a minute. That's how close dire is, for it's real. Pe- it's peeking around the corner. That's what I'm saying. So people say, well, this guy and that guy and oh, da, da, da. Oh, man, these guys, not proven. Every guy that I did not, you can go look at the Cowboys roster. Those guys are not proven. So now, not a good time to be be flirting around with guys. But if but but I but I'm 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 of the belief of this: if this guy don't fall to you right, I do not believe in reaching. Don't don't go get the kid from uh, Baylor or these other kids that, that that are out there that are first round picks and they're not. And they're really second-round guys where you can probably move down and get these guys and feel good about it. But I don't believe you have to draft a lineman in the first round. I think you have to have a bulldog scout that will go out and get you that ugly guy. Not not so much ugly as this guy, but get you that dude. mentality. Yeah. Ugly, ugly football mentality. All Bro, I was a free mentality. agent. Mark Tourney was a free agent. Kevin Gogan was a six-round six pick. I make think Stepnowski was a fourth-round pick. It's guys out there, but you got to have a bulldog mentality to go get these guys 
and to play these guys and to give these guys work, not at eight positions, but at one position. I just believe that. I think I think that's true. And as we get into this offseason, we'll continue to watch it from OTAs to mini camps, and we'll see how the Cowboys kind of put this stuff together. The draft is just a week away. Next week? Next week. Yeah, 28th. 28th. Yeah, that's yeah. next week. Yeah. That's next week. So the draft is a week away, and, and this roster will begin to form. We'll be start seeing how they put these pieces together, and, and we'll be right here with you every single Tuesday to talk about it. Draft coverage, you know how we do it here at, at, at Cowboys.com, DallasCowboys.com. You got Kyle Yeomans, and you got Kurt, and all those guys put all that draft <clears throat> stuff together, and, and Nick Eatman, and all. They, they're just. They just do a fantastic job. I'm way above my pay grade to even get involved in all that kind of stuff. But we'll see how it goes. But for us, we're out of here, Nate. Appreciate thank you. Thank you, man. Audio wow. Jazz, we thank you so much. In yes. the black, in the back, uh, in the black. <laughs> thank you, bro Will, bro William, brother Willie. <laughs> wow. And most importantly, thank you, the people who make us the Best show on the Dallas Cowboys network across the Dallas Cowboys network via yes. YouTube. Thank we thank you, you so much. I am Jesse Holly. This is Hanging with the Boys. Until next time, we out. We out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!